Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nerd Soup. I am Bo Oliver, joined here today with Aaron, the Nerd Soup Monkey, and Teddy. And we are here to review the very first episode of Moon Knight, the new Disney Plus series about one of the more interesting characters from the Marvel comics, finally getting his MCU debut at a show starring Oscar Isaac. And we also have uh, Ethan Hawke as the villain, which is very interesting given his comics, uh, given his comments on comic book movies and shows. You know, Moon Knight is definitely a character that I've wanted to see for a long time. So seeing a lot of the, you know, the elements of the character that I've become familiar with, for the most part, they were portrayed well. Uh, and I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts about, you know, kind of the unreliable narrator that is the Moon Knight character. I really enjoyed it. I really love what Oscar Isaac's doing with this role. Part of me was upset at first that we didn't get enough of, like, who Moon Knight was. But when you step back and look at it, we're, we're watching this show from Steven's point of view. So he still has to find out what this is because he has no idea what's going on either. From that from that perspective, I like relaxed on not really caring of who Moonlight was because I loosely know who he is only from what you guys know. So I'm going into the show blind. And I think like that was uh, the most interesting part, especially when in those moments when they have the uh, quick cuts and it edits out, and then yeah. he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" And you know, as the audience, you know, I was kind of like upset because I kind of wanted to see what Mark was able to do, but I think we'll definitely get a lot of that as the season progresses, as it was, as it was. T- at the end he had this fucking demon monster whatever the fuck it was like crawl, he was trying to get out he's like no you don't get you don't, no, no, you ain't get away from me you don't get locked in the bathroom in a fucking moon night you're gonna try to escape he was acting all tough in the museum and then it was no joke after that but um I think it was it was definitely solid I'm very intrigued by that aspect of it and kind of that whole under unreliable narrator situation that we see here because we really don't know what's going on what's real and what's fake and what's in his head and does he have powers where did the suit come from is the suit in his head like there's just so much unknown that i guess we'll figure out as the season progresses but overall i think it was a solid setup i think some of the uh, cgi wasn't that great and See, my, did you guys notice that I, I didn't i don't know if i have like a shitty eye but i didn't really it didn't bother me that car, much to the notice car it. The chase scene was pretty noticeable. Usually if it doesn't notice and like it takes for me to see like a still afterwards to notice yeah. and I'm like, all right, that's not a big deal. But as I was watching it, I, I noticed some some shakiness with the uh, computer graphics. But other than that, you know, I thought it was a pretty solid opening episode. <laughs> that whole car chase, I was waiting for the scene where he becomes Moon Knight. Like it gets to the point where he's about to die and then Moon Knight comes out and it never happened. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> if they were going to save that for episode two, and they tease it at the end there, yeah. where he does let Mark Spector come back into control, and you see the costume. And I wonder about that, too, because most iterations of the character, he doesn't necessarily have powers. Uh, there have been some versions of Moon Knight that do have supernatural abilities. But I think that ending scene, that could also be something that's not really happening. He could still be hallucinating. Maybe it's something that Mark Spector is putting in his mind, or that egyptian moon god creature who knows who knows what is really happening uh the accent to me was really funny by oscar isaac he was the biggest standout i mean he's obviously the lead he's the main character he's the main actor but i thought the the stephen grant character was very funny uh the accent i don't know how good it is obviously i'm not british but for me it was passable uh and apparently he was inspired by an idiot abroad starring carl pilkington so that to me is hilarious love that guy dude i'll tell you what for an MCU show, like, and, and obviously you're waiting for like, the superhero aspect, but I wouldn't mind watching a show of Steven, of like what he goes through daily. Because what, what, uh, what Oscar's going to do with this character with the mental illness, he's doing a great job yeah. of his daily struggles. I think they're too mean to Steven. They you are. Calling him like dumb yeah. and stupid. Like, Donna, I just go just Donna, going bro. through his life. He knows a lot about Egypt. Not that dumb. It's maybe a little awkward. Give this man a tour guide. Are you kidding? 
<laughs> I want to see that. Why is she hating on him? Steven's trying to get his promotion in the museum. Season two, we can get into Moon Knight, but this is when you yeah. we, we need the Steven's setup. life right Whole now. Whole season of Steven Grant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows what that guy gets into? <laughs> With all the shenanigans and not waking up. This guy wakes up two days later. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's scary, man. But here's the thing. He wakes up. He, like, he, like After that whole, in the Alps, like the whole scene in the Alps, he wakes up still tied to the bed. I feel like that. Like, that's, I don't get it. I think that's Mark trying to cover his tracks. Be like, just so he knows so he's Mark, not shifting. So the, and, so and the whole thing with the fish. Yeah, so Mark, Mark probably got fish, another right? fish, probably put the locks back up, the tape, right. tied him up. And it's like, all right, this guy's not going to know what just happened. <laughs> We're going to fuck with this guy's head. But he goes through all that trouble. At least you can just pluck the fin off. It's sloppy. And then, you know, so I think that aspect, like like I said, was, like, really interesting to kind of just see what it's at, like, with the phone and who's on the other line. So definitely a lot of mystery to be unraveled as the season progresses. But um, Do you like guys the, like I, the aspect of not re- not knowing what's real and fake when you're watching a show? It kind of bothers me. <laughs> it's intriguing, and I, and I enjoy it, but at the same time, I just want to know. <laughs> like, when Mr. Robot, I'm like, all right, Elliot, I, I know but come on, just give me a little something here. You know, obviously we haven't seen the first four episodes, but some critics have. Um, so some of the reviews I was reading, one guy did complain that they don't get very specific into his powers. Okay. So you complained about that for, not complain, but you pointed that out that you're still unsure <laughs> of uh, what Moon Knight actually is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was confused by that as well. Seeing him transform into the costume, obviously that's not something that a normal person can do. It's just manifest that costume. Because a lot of people are like me, sadly. Like, they do... Like, I don't know really anything about Moonlight. It's a great drop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know anything about Moonlight, so... Moonlight, no, and I think uh, most Moonlight. people will So won't. they have to cater to people, too, that don't know. that. They, right. they, they got to explain who he is and what powers he has. But the comics are kind of vague as well, too, at, at points. It's like he's a character that could literally... It could be anything, and it's that... Um, yeah, I think there's a Deadpool quality to mm-hmm. it, where it's almost breaking the rules but you can kind of get away with it because moon knight's crazy for yeah for the unsuspecting viewer who isn't familiar with this character the name mark specter means nothing right so when i hear that name i'm like oh cool for viewers who aren't familiar with this character at all but see i I have a problem with the mcu it was like dr strange they're like oh the visuals they're so surreal it's so trippy and i'm like is it because i feel like it wasn't and even with moments like this, I, I would have preferred editing that was more based in reality because I think that when you bring so much attention to how weird and unreliable everything is, it takes me out of it. Like you mentioned the CGI. I thought the Egyptian god who was trying to like reach out to him and give him direction, that look, if it was practical, imagine mm-hmm. if you got like a 10-foot man and you put him on stilts yeah. and you had him walking around in a practical Egyptian god suit. That would have right. just been scarier to me. Right. When the you CGI isn't... So sharp, yeah. If it was better, takes me out of it. You got, you would get that too, but it just wasn't that great. So, but I wonder still sketch. It was still nice though. It was cool. It was cool to see it. It Did 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 it take you out of it when you saw it? Like when you saw it? No, it it was more so. I I wanted it to be scarier. I thought that these moments should have been creepier. Um, it has creepy moments with the mirrors, right? But like I said, even the editing when it would go, it's oh, you know that what's coming now. So the first time it happened, it's startling. You see him surrounded by the people that he's killed and he's covered in blood. Um, but Which then when it's going to happen again, you, you just know what's what's is already it? coming. What is that being removed? The blood? Those those scenes like will, will get removed? Who knows? <laughs> I know joke. what happened for yeah. the Captain America show. But I also read that that's a feature on Disney+. Plus. 
A feature, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, because when you had to re-log in after the update where they added all the new shows, you had to put in and confirm that you're over whatever oh. the, just to get some of the mature content. So that could be, yeah, if that's the case then. Those moments were pretty violent. Uh, even though we don't see it. And I do like that effect. You know, the violence that you don't see, you get to imagine it in your head. But his performance is what was really selling it. And even Ethan Hawke as his character. I forget what the character's name was. Was it Harrow? Yeah, or Arthur Harrow. Harrow, yeah. Um, he looks like a cult leader. And he, he is such a good actor. So even though we don't know exactly what he's up to, it looks like he's trying to carry out the deeds of this god who's up to no good. He was too evil. Like, but the god isn't was, bad, though. The god is trying to weigh... Is well, that's a whole other. Well, the yeah, God weighs what are you trying to have? The God weight, like it, it's it's more of he's not doing something bad, but something has to happen in order for this to work. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, pre- preventing like it, 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 the, the way he says it. Go watch Minority Report. The, the way he says it makes it sound good. Like we, we could have prevented Hitler or any like the Armenian genocide, which yeah, it makes sense. But you're, you're just killing people. Like the, there's no chance for them to live. So you're confirmed wanting to make sure that Hitler or the Armenian genocide never took place. Yes. Okay. But I'm saying for something good to happen, something bad also has to happen. So there's a give and a take. Right. And so what's happening other, because of what right, he's well, doing? He's, he's talking like he's Hydra. That. But it's the I same thing sure. with Hydra. If we control everything, no <laughs> yeah, more <guess>. wars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we hold you hostage. I wish there was something more to that character where, like, he was very Is clearly just a bad guy. And I think there was a avenue. Right, but that's awesome. Yeah, but I think there was also an avenue for him to kind of try to you know, convince Steven or be more convincing that he might be right or there's a moral gray when it comes to what he's actually doing. He just, like, is a straight-up bad cult leader. At the, like, right away, that's what the, the vibe you get from him. Because yeah. there's an argument to be made, and you can, uh, I but think, you wh- can make that... Why s- don't you like that? Because it's just very one-note. I feel like it could, it could... I'm just saying, maybe there could have been a... Yeah, but yeah, the you're... way he showed up in the city, I thought the whole atmosphere of the character, the vibe the of the character, down to him. right? The he's respect a... that he commanded, putting the glass in his shoes. I is thought all that Met? was creepy. No, but no, I'm, I'm talking about more. Is of he like... a god though? Is he a Met? It's like a vessel for. No, he's like a. Is like he a, a priest, vessel or is you know? he a Met? He's, he's like, like... A prophet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a Met because a Met is the god that weighs people's souls, and he's doing that to those. Right, people. but I think that he's. It's like Mark Spector, where he's. It looks like he's an opposite, where he's using the power of a god, that he's not a okay. god himself. Okay. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily talking about the character itself, but more of like how he was trying to con- like convey his messaging to uh, Stephen about saying, like, this is what I do. I try to prevent terrible atrocities by stopping them before they happen. And it just really wasn't a convincing argument from that standpoint, because I feel like there's, I don't know, there could have been a little avenue to dive deeper into that like, kind of... Um, what he's, he's trying playing, to do he's playing cult. it slow man he's playing it slow he doesn't want to he's going to give him the whole, the yeah, whole spiel yeah I think for a first play you know <laughs> yeah. cut him a little slack here he sent the dogs after him <laughs> yeah but then he let him go you know he like he said he gave him the message about being yeah. anti-Hitler he weighed him though and we didn't see what Spectre's right. uh, <laughs> he weighed him and we didn't see what Steven's uh, reveal was well was. in Death Note you didn't watch Death Note, right? No. It's very much a guy who's just bored and he decides to become that. He decides to morally judge everyone and kill the people he deems are not worthy and keep the good ones alive because he has the same philosophy, you know, if we just keep all the good people. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, but he's doing what he thinks. This is what actually is going to happen. Well, it, it is <laughs> the same. It is kind of the same thing. Yeah. But that is interesting. So, if he, you know, if he did weigh Mark, there's kind of a balance there. Yeah. You know, so... 
he could tip either way. So that's what I guess he'll try to play on in the the upcoming episodes. But I think you know a lot of these Marvel villains end up. I'm excited not being to see that. more of, of uh, Harold though. But why I like the just kind of creepy villain guy right off the bat is because so many villains these days are it's like I have to convince you why I'm right or I feel I'm right or this is my tragic backstory. You know, sometimes you know what really works? Just a fucking creepy guy who puts glass in his shoes. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I thought that was uh, uh, Stephen at first. I didn't know that was uh, Ethan Hawke's character. <laughs> yeah, was, no, I was like, oh, they're going down. straight into <laughs> Moon Knight being a fucking lunatic, huh? Yeah. So, oh no, that's the villain. Oh, that doesn't bode well. <laughs> I wonder we'll what the, see, you know. We'll see how that relationship ends up playing out. I wonder what the old lady did, or what what she was going to do, because she got the she got the red the red note. I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I would never take that chance. You don't trust yourself. No. <laughs> do you? You guys, if he comes up to you and says, "You're like, I'm going to weigh your soul, and if you're good, you're going to heaven. If you're yeah, bad, you're going to hell." Some bullshit you doing like it? she was jaywalking once. You know, you need like a fucking. You clean, can't give me that. You need a clean ass record. <laughs> but I imagine I'm I got done that. Then. Well, it's the argument. You know, if what if heaven's real? No one's getting in. I always like the criteria uh, is way too strict. I'd make it in. I, always I just like, don't want to take the chance. I always like the character that's like an old older you person. Know but like has yeah, done cool, some right? shit in their past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the old person who's trying to make up for it. We gotta make he- we gotta make hell cool. Hell like is it, already is cool. It's gotta be cool to go to hell, you know. Yeah, if we're gonna poke at the when rules, th- it seems that hell is the cooler place. When you to think be. of all the strict rules to get into heaven, I don't want to go there. There's a bunch of fucking squares. True. Yeah, that's what I I'm agree. Saying. Yeah, a bunch of Captain Americas. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal with that, right? <laughs> yeah, bunch of Stephen Rogers. Real quick, I want to give a nod. Now, now we're we're talking about that. Uh, the way in the souls. Oscar Isaac, you got to think he's acting, and the way he portrays being controlled, he's very convincing. Yeah, no, that is a very good point. Like he has to actually like he's holding his fist. He, I don't know, he's got to make it believable, and he sold it. I thought he was very believable throughout all the the wackiness of the character. Yeah. You know, being completely thrown off by the sets and the settings, realizing that he's two days late to his normal schedule. I thought all that stuff was very believable. He was certainly acting his ass off. There were some aspects of the overall show that I thought, you know, the weirdness, they didn't really pull it off. But in terms of his performance, he was on the top of his game. Mm-hmm. That waiter should be fired, by the way. What would, it, would the waiter do? He's like, oh, I'll have a steak, I'll have the best cut. And then he's like, I'll just get it well done for you. Ah, well, <laughs> you had to go well done. If, no one does, if you don't know steak, what are you going to give him, rare? Nice, medium, rare. Medium at the highest. You know how bad I wanted a steak? You have to watch that scene. <laughs> no, dude, I saw, I thought the same thing. I was like, I want to go to Teller's. <laughs> I was actually eat, I was actually eating steak while watching the show. Are oh, you yeah. kidding? Steak and eggs. Well, breakfast steak champions. Steak and eggs is nice. But what do you think? Like, that's like the phone and that connection is, I guess, his past and, I guess, New York? Yeah. I mean, the character, obviously, you know, Stephen Grant is the British persona, but he's also operated on the West Coast. So I, I don't know how they're going to use the character in the larger MCU. If it is going to be in a west coast avengers type of thing uh they also have the supernatural team the midnight suns i think that he's also a part of with mm. blade and dr strange and punisher yeah what yeah it's, no it's a squad i need that tv nice show supernatural squad i know right <laughs> Damn. are you kidding i need to do a deep dive on moon knight yeah i, I thought the action sequence when he's getting away a comic in the... sitting right in front of you that Bo gave you to read that you left here you gave me this yeah, I said, you know, you could take that with you. When the hell did you say that? Last time you were the here podcast? recording. podcast? Yesterday? No. <laughs> yeah. Thursday? 
Last time you were here. When the hell was I here? Today's Wednesday. Oh, chill, Mark. <laughs> that was genuine, too. <laughs> I'll take this. I didn't know you were giving this to me. <laughs> I wanted to read this. I, there was two of them on top of each other. Yeah, where do you think the other one is? You took it? Yeah. Did you read it? No. <laughs> Man, a part of me really wishes that they would take one of these comic books one day and just do like 60% of what the comic book is. Yeah. Because they, the MCU always does this, and superhero movies always do it. They take pieces of these comic books, but they don't treat them like anime treats the manga. And I wish sometimes that, you don't need to go verbatim, but sometimes it's like... Why not? Just, just put, them in the, <laughs> put them in a mental hospital and go off of the Jeff Lemire story. But, you know, they're obviously, like I said, they always pull from those elements. I thought the suit, you know... That was clean. Right. That I always clean. wondered... How, how is he so stealthy with that pearly white suit? <laughs> uh, pearly white suit, but it looked good. I do hope they get into the grounded elements of Moon Knight char- of the Moon Knight character, just being an average vigilante, having the connection to the Avengers at times, but mostly operating on his own. Um, Does Moon Knight have a rogue gallery? Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're joking around again. Yeah, never seen the comic panel where he calls Dracula a big fucking nerd. No. <laughs> what? Well, he's crossover with so is he a, a lot of characters. They're going to bring him into the movies. They're going to. He'll probably be in the next Avengers. Movie. I mean, yeah, Oscar Isaac is sick. one of the biggest stars in Hollywood right now, and only rising, which is hard to believe, seeing where he's at now. But you get you get someone like that in your roster, you put him in the movie. Yeah, I mean, as for the overall humor, you know, nothing really stood out. No, I think the a couple hu- chuckles. I, I left more like. The way he was talking, like, we kept saying bollocks, and he kept calling his mom. Uh, the English writing, the, the British sayings and stuff like that, I thought those were well done. He kept missing yeah, the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone's having a laugh. <laughs> Such a British thing to say. I, had a, so I, I knew someone who, like, went to England for the first time, and she was, like, very upset because everyone, I kept, like, why does everyone ask me if I'm all right? Like, is there something wrong with me? And that's just what they say. What? Are you all right? You all right? What? Just, like, a nice little, I don't know what it means, but... Yeah, they added a lot of that, so I think uh, definitely set in England, definitely in London with all the slang and everything. Did, did they have any idea? They So they didn't really know who he was. So it felt like they might have because at first when they first saw him, it was shoot to kill. Then when he's in the town, they're like, no. And then it was back to shoot to kill. Well, actually, well, and he it woke seemed up. like he really didn't know who he was. But then he meets him in the museum and talks about the voice in his head. But he woke up with the broken jaw, too. So something went down before he woke up. Well, yeah, they said he killed two guards and I guess stole the scarab. So, I, and I want to ask you too, does he become moon, does this all happen to him because maybe he like unlocks something from like the museum that he didn't know? Like, cause I thought the scarab, maybe he, from work, from the museum that he got. And that's why this is happening to him. <laughs> yeah. I imagine the Stephen Grant persona, him being where he is working at that museum will be connected to the work he's doing right? Uh, for the voice in his head. Like I said, I don't know, you know, how far back they're going to go in terms of because he's clearly already Moon Knight. You know, Mark yeah. Spector's got this history. He knows other people who know who he is. And the phone call is interesting because when she realizes that he's, I guess, having an episode, she hangs up um, as soon as he uh, hints that he has no idea what's going on. There's, there's like so many episodes. avenues that you can go. And it is interesting that it's not, you know, from the beginning. It's not Mark Spector, you know, realizing what he has to do or having this experience in Egypt where he's... Once again, you don't know if it's a hallucination, yeah. if it's really happening, where he's approached by the Egyptian moon god and 
it inspires him to become a vigilante. Well, I wonder how long he's been Moon Knight for, because the burner he has is a Motorola Razor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and typically, you know, burners, eh, I guess they, they can be older it, phones, but I've never seen a burner phones, yeah. as a Razor. So maybe he just always had that on deck as his <laughs> Moon Knight persona. Picked it up in 2008. Well, that's annoying. So Mark Spector isn't the alter ego? It's He's like, Steven is the alter ego? I think there are many. And Mark Spector is, his actual, is the actual guy? But he's uh, he's got other personalities as well. And, they, you know, they play with that in a bunch of different ways. Well, uh, hopefully, you know, that the story, that the battle that they're having here between the two gods doesn't end. I mean, I don't know how, how many episodes it's running, but we get to episode six, and it's uh, we've seen it before, CGI battle, where the stakes are so high, and one side wins, and it kind of wraps it up. I hope that this does lead into something deeper right. within the supernatural realm of the MCU, where it can relate to what's going to happen in a Blade movie, uh, Blade movie, or maybe a, a series, uh, Midnight Sun. I hope Midnight it ends Suns. with them unlocking some of the ancient Egyptian like deities, and up comes Apocalypse, and it's Oscar Isaac reprising <laughs> his role. That would be very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in Doctor Strange. Well, maybe it's Mephisto. I love Supernatural. <laughs> you love this show, Supernatural, or Supernatural <laughs> things? Both. Okay. No, but e- Egyptian mythology always, like, uh, interests me. And, like, seeing all this is definitely piqued my interest, too. Yeah, it is fascinating. And I read that um, one of the reviews said that it was very kind of spot on when it came to the Egyptian mythology. Oh, it's sick. Yeah. So you always want to make sure that you're honoring that. You know, you don't want to twist it because it's already, it's similar to the comics. It's already good enough to just keep it as it is. You don't want to be blasphemous. Because those Egyptian gods, man, they don't fucking play. Yeah, I have have the mummy in my top ten. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, on that note, that is the first episode review of Moon Knight. We will be back next week for episode two. Um, And it's a show that promises to only get weirder as the episodes come out weirder and better yeah hopefully hopefully it's weirder and better (laughs) one can only hope just give me one action scene next episode that I can actually watch oh we'll see more that's all I want as of right now all I want is a nice action scene yeah we need something like hand to hand like in Hawkeye when he was stuck in the giant tree in New York City oof that was an action sequence you're really cooling on Hawkeye huh damn we were making some good points in that video Hey guys, Aaron and Nerd Suit Monkey here. Before we end this video, I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters. What can I say about you guys that I haven't already said about myself? You are the most important part of the channel and the main reason we keep going strong. Like Bo says, you keep the lights on in the fridge, so the fridge is full. Or, or something like that. So, from everyone here at Nerd Soup, I'd like to thank you guys for your continued support. If you're interested in joining the ranks of our patron supporters, head over to patreon.com slash nerdsoup and check out the rewards we offer to our patrons. We recently dropped some new stickers for you guys to check out, or you could choose a tier that will allow you to select a movie, show, or video game for us to review. We've got a full slate of fan-suggested reviews coming your way, and we're really excited about the chance to review some of those movies and shows. We've also got t-shirts, mugs, behind-the-scenes videos showing how we bring our videos to life. And once again, thank you to all our Patreon pledgers who have been supporting us throughout the years. Without you, we wouldn't be able to convert all your pledges into cryptocurrency, so thank you from my future self for making us rich.